0: Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Mike and Joel with you for another week of Growing in Grace. Our podcast found at org. We're also on YouTube, Facebook, under Grace Roots, right, Joel? That's right. Uh, and graceroots.org, uh, Joel's website, where really everything kind of began, I guess. And we started our podcast after Joel was doing some blogging back in the 90s. And uh, the rest <laughs> is history, as they say.
1: <laughs> Early 2000s. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. I I keep thinking back to when you and I were first stumbling onto this message. I guess I kind of ran into it first, and you and I had just gotten to know each other a little bit. And, you know, when you when you come from a place of, you know, Joel, I I, I knew some people who were just stuck in legalism, and it was usually involving a lot of externals, uh, which is what legalism is usually tied into. But some of the people I knew, they, they were really hung up on, on what they wore and how they had their hair and no makeup and you know all those kinds of things uh, that's what I viewed as legalism and then I found out later on that I had also been exposed to this thing known as legalism yeah. uh, from some different perspectives so when you go from that uh, any form of legalism into God's uh, unconditional love and and unlimited grace and and his righteousness as a gift i mean th- those it's it's a big transformation so you happen to come into my wheelhouse at a time where I couldn't shut up about this (laughs) (laughs) and so
1: (laughs) that was good all
0: good (laughs) so we kind of grew into it together after that
1: yeah what I was doing in the 90s you know after you had begun sharing things with me and I was very thankful that you didn't shut up about it then I would go online I didn't have a clue what a blog was back at that time but we got AOL America Online back then. (laughs) Remember America Online? That was big, popular back in the day. You know the dial-up modem and every all of that stuff. AOL had chat rooms that you could go into, and so I'd go into these Christian chat rooms, and I would and I would just go back and forth with legalists, and and uh, it was actually good. It was you know I, I laugh about it, but um and and I probably was a little more a little more zealous than I needed to be at the time. Probably uh, might have come across as boastful in 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 some instances, but uh, but yet it really helped me uh, when I was uh, going back and forth with other people. Was it, it helped me to look at the scriptures and find out what do the scriptures actually say? And it really helped to build the foundation that was was being already that it had started through what you were sharing with me and through the church that we were a part of uh, eventually. You know, some of that back and forth really did help to build a foundation in my life, and so that was that was really good for me. And then um, eventually, uh, it, uh, we ditched AOL, and I found some other online chat rooms, and it was it was just it's really good. I, I really enjoyed uh, that time in my life. And then blogging was really a good thing. I just, I still blog uh, from time to time. Uh, you mentioned my website, GraceRoots.org. Well, you can go to blog. And uh, see a lot of my. I think I've got over a thousand blog posts on there from over the years. I started in two thousand six, and that was a really good time too, when I was really into that. And I uh, I do enjoy writing, so I'll probably I'll probably still post to that from time to time. But anyway, we're getting way off. But uh, here's the thing: we've been talking the last few weeks about sin and and a sin consciousness, and how uh, having that sin consciousness. Really, uh, you know, like when I mess up, I I think I just dwell upon that sin and and how I can change and how I can right get right with God, and it really has the opposite effect of what we think it's going to (laughs) have. It just gets that set all the deeper into us. We think that the law and focus on sin will bring life. Well, no, it only brings death. We need Jesus. We need to focus on what the blood of Jesus has accomplished for us, because love keeps no record of wrongs. God keeps no record of wrongs, and so we need to stop keeping record of our wrongs (laughs) and realize that uh, the blood of Jesus uh, has taken away our sins and it was enough. And so we're going to be talking about that a little bit this week.
0: It was enough. It was sufficient. The God who is more than enough. And um, even what you just said there in the last 30 seconds, I, I think how can people get so mixed up when we when we see that God no longer, re- so you might be somebody who's new to the podcast and you've caught in our last two or three programs about um, about these issues with once for all forgiveness and, and, and sin and the freedom from it. Um, and you might be thinking, man, I never hear you guys talk about repentance. Look, God says, I will remember their sins no more when that new covenant comes around, which occurred after the death of Jesus Christ. I will remember them no more. I won't count their sins against them. I'm going to throw them as far as the east is from the west. I'm going to throw them in the sea of forgetfulness to be remembered no more. And so why is it that we feel that we take some of these little tiny Bible verses out of context and say, well, I, in order for me to, to be forgiven again, I need to confess this to God. Well, if, if you think you're going to remember everything that you've ever done wrong and confess that, you're going to go to God and say, oh, God, I want to tell you that I did this and that. And God's going to sit there and say, wow, that, that's the first I've heard of it. <laughs> you know? I mean, is that really what he's going to say? Maybe not. But the point is that he doesn't remember because we've been placed into Christ where there is no sin. I know I mentioned that recently on another podcast, but that's just the way it is. And so, Joel, here's the thing repentance just simply means having a change of mind that's why he was telling the jewish people who had been embedded in the works of the law and trying to establish themselves pursuing after their own righteousness he told them they were going to have to have a change of mind it would be from a change of of works to uh, a system of faith a covenant that was contingent upon their ability to perform uh, over to a new covenant Uh, Switching from that to a new covenant that trusted in the performance of the one high priest we have in Jesus Christ. So let me say this, if there is anything, any activity that you do that you think will improve your position with God in any way, shape, or form, your identity in Christ, being forgiven by God, being sanctified, any of those things, If you think there's something you can do to improve or maintain that accepted position, then you have fallen away from faith. I'm not saying you're not a Christian. I'm just saying you've fallen off into the wrong direction, and you're beginning to to boast in doing something to maintain that. Where in in Christ, Paul told us numerous times, we have nothing left to boast. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Now and so are are we saying that it's it's bad to stop sinning and and and, and turn around and, and do what's right? Of course, we're not saying that. It's good, you know. If you know, if you know, sin, as we've said the last two weeks and and this week too, we'll just repeat it. Sin's not good. It doesn't help anybody. Uh, it's bad. It's it goes against God's holiness. It goes against our holiness. God has made us holy. We are holy. And when we sin, we go against that. It's not good. Uh, And so it's good to stop sinning and turn around, do a 180, and walk the other way. That's good. But if we're saying that there's something that we do that gets us more right with God, or that uh, keeps us right with God, we're missing the point of the cross. Uh, Cap, before we started recording, you were talking about a This idea of a scale, you know, people have this scale of, of of good and bad, good versus bad. I've done this many good things. I need to, I need to have just a few more good things than bad things. Well, that scale that we come up with, it's all relative. I mean, let's just say you have a thousand negative things, you know, bad things, sins. On the one side of the scale, and then a hundred—just you just have a hundred positive things, good things that you've done—and so obviously the negative side is weighed down, and uh, or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe you got a thousand good things and only a and only a hundred bad things, and so hey, I'm doing pretty good. Either way, none of it is relevant when it comes to the cross of Jesus Christ and what His blood accomplished. Again, it's good to stop doing bad and start doing good. That's you know, that's all that's all good. But as far as our our standing with God goes, and as far as this this list that we might have of of good versus evil, the good that we've done versus the evil that we've done, it's not relative at all in the eyes of God because the blood of Jesus covered all of it. Even our good, even our uh, righteous deeds, were as filthy rags to God. And so the blood of Jesus <laughs> even took care of that. And uh, we stand as clean, forgiven, holy, righteous people, not because of anything that we've done or haven't done, but it's solely because of the blood of Jesus.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously sinning less is a good thing, all right? I mean, hear us say that, please. But if, if you think that uh, based on religion's definition of repentance, is to just simply turn from your sin you probably haven't repented because can i see a show of hands how many have actually lived perfectly Mm -hmm. even within the past week without committing some type of wrong action or wrong thought um probably probably not many hands out there being raised right Um, so reducing your sin count isn't repentance Yeah, even though a lot of people will tie that into it. And if you think that that's what repentance is, is just reducing your sin count, and I'm not saying that sinning less is a bad thing, it's a good thing, but if that's your understanding of repentance, you've fallen into the trap of thinking your good works need to outweigh your bad in order to maintain any combination of justification, sanctification, identity, fellowship, forgiveness, that, that's not repentance. And, and so we come to this place where we realize that Jesus did it all, and there's nothing that you and I can do to maintain any of that. He does that. He established us. He called us into fellowship with him. He's not going to revoke that because it was all based on the blood of Jesus Christ. There's nothing you and I are doing uh, that caused it or that we can do to maintain that. Nothing. Nothing. I don't go to God and say, hey, because I'm sorry, will you forgive me again? And he'll say, no, because I would have to have Jesus come back and repeat his sacrifice for that to occur. Forgiveness happened. Now it's just a matter of us believing that what he did was enough and living in that.
1: You know, when we make it about our, um, our good deeds versus our evil deeds, I mean, it's uh, we come up with all these arbitrary rules anyway. Um, like reading so many chapters of the Bible a day. I've, I've got a, i have got ai think, Cap, what was it you used to do? You had to do 10 chapters a day I, or something like I used like to do that.
0: 10 a day as a child, Joel, and if yeah. I fell short, I really felt terrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, for some people, 10 chapters a year would be sufficient for them. See, it's all relative.
1: Right, and, and in church attendance, how many times I've forgiven other people. We come up with all these rules, but did you know, did you, now this might be, for most people listening this might not be an issue but for some people w- where Bible reading is a big issue did you know that a person who has never read the Bible can be just as right with God as a person who reads ten chapters a day because it's by grace through faith <laughs> you know through the blood of Jesus that we've been saved you may have never stepped inside a church in your life and a, another person goes to church three four five times a week uh, we're all equal because of the cross of Jesus Christ and uh, the fact that we've been raised together with him again by grace through faith
0: this has been growing in grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski heard online through various internet sources around the world each week to access hundreds of past programs visit graceroots.org share it with a friend and listen again next week for more growing in grace